Hey guys, this is the Walking Well Podcast, and I'm your host, Jalon Martz. Um, We are talking about (laughs) race, trigger warning. Um, This is part two of On Race, Whiteness, and Becoming Better with Lisa Watterson. And um, if you listened to last week's episode, you heard me mention that this conversation actually took place in 2018, like February of 2018, which is why as you listen, I say some outdated things like, we'll get an email address. We've had one. But... um, I really hope last week was, if nothing else, challenging in the best kind of ways. Um, I hope that you felt challenged um, to maybe expand some, to think differently. Um, Yeah, I just hope you were challenged in the best way. And I want you to know that I'm not trying to be political to be political, although I have absolutely no problem being or doing that because I don't know what that means. But... um, my heart is to see the church especially lead the movement in justice and dignifying human beings because they're image bearers. Um, and I, I feel like sometimes we do a sucky job at that, especially when it comes to race, because it's 2020. And my goodness, why don't things look much different? Um, anyway, um, I hope this conversation, um, if you find yourself triggered, found yourself triggered, um, that you would still approach it with humility, you know, and just consider. I think um, there have been a lot of times when I've been on social media and been very triggered um, by a difference of opinion or perspective. And I do my homework and do my research and go check it out and check out the merit of a video of a perspective or what have you, Um, because I could be wrong. You know, I know that I could be wrong. I'm not infallible. And so, you know, if things are said here that you're just like, oh my God, no, you know, think what if, just you know, be able to consider and, and lay before the Lord and be like, Holy Spirit, say something to me about this. What do you, where are you at on this? You know, and, and really do that. Cause you know, we know when we're leaning in a direction and want God to just confirm the direction we're leaning in versus when we're like, all right, I'm wide open, say what you're going to say. And if you, if you oppose where I'm at on it, I'm a change, you know? So, you know, this is one of those conversations. We don't necessarily solve anything, but we do, you know, we do have a conversation and talk and connect and reflect and, you know, um, do all of the things. And I think that breeds empathy when we do that with people that check different boxes than we do. So I hope you walk away encouraged to have conversation, to connect, to ask questions. Um, I had a professor that would say to be respectfully curious. Um, and then Lisa also lists some really great resources that are still bomb resources two years later. So the new Jim Crow, why are all the white kids sitting together in the cafeteria? Um, and a, another one I think she mentioned are linked in the show notes check them out, do your work, um, be better. So let's hop right into the rest of that conversation. I've been thinking a lot lately about kind of, um, I said probably on the first podcast of this month, and I've told you this, you know, the more that you dig into what has actually happened, what has actually transpired to bring us to this point where we are in history, it gets harder and harder to like your country, your government. Mm -hmm. And then when people get to Twitter, it's hard and harder to like Americans. Mm -hmm. Um, But this idea that, um, you know, we have been built on and lived in all of this, like, like when I tell you the more that I read and find out that our government was either instrumental or the one pulling the trigger and killing like 
most, if not all, of our civil rights leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, that like our CIA, mm-hmm. FBI, mm-hmm. people that you're supposed to like blow the whistle to and be like, hey, this is like, yeah, that they were the ones that were they like, were the ones. oh, we've got these poor black, white, college age kids, you know, people kind of coming yeah. together. We got to stop this. You know, when you read that kind of stuff, it, <laughs> you just kind of hit this point where it's like, we have a long standing mm-hmm. history and mm-hmm. reality mm-hmm. of injustice. Mm-hmm. Like we just, the blood is like in the streets, in the water, mm-hmm. in the air. Like mm-hmm. we just have, yeah. it's just, it's as American as the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. yeah. Like, wait, mm-hmm. I, if I call you, I think about, oh, I can't remember this woman's name. She was pregnant. Um, she had mental health issues. I want to say it was Northeast, maybe DC. Um, and she felt like somebody was, uh, breaking into her home. She thought somebody was trying to break into her home. And so she called the police and her first question after she sort of described the incident was, am I going to be safe from you guys though? Like I'm calling Mm. y'all because someone's breaking in. Mm. Um, but am I going to be safe from you? And Mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, no ma'am, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. We're coming. And they shot and killed her when she opened the door. Mm. And I wish I could remember her name. And that's like the worst thing ever. Um, but this idea that we have been, we are steeped in blood, like our our structures, our government, the way that we make money, you know, pres- like all of it is just steeped in blood and injustice. And I wonder how much of it is like the natural outworking of building a society on injustice when you like, obviously the healthcare system would not be great, okay, because you're not interested in taking care of people obviously our government system wouldn't be great because you're really not interested in serving the people so if mm-hmm. if you build a thing you say it's the its purpose is to serve and protect and that's not really what your goal is obviously it's going to fulfill the actual purpose that is unspoken or unacknowledged so mm-hmm. how much of this is should be surprising is yeah. i guess what i'm saying how much of yeah. it is really like a shocker yeah, yeah. and it's, you know so much of what we're talking about is just White people need to do the work mm. and they need to, they need to see the matrix mm. because, and I feel like, you know, it's crazy saying the word, the matrix, but like, I don't know how else to describe it. Mm. I mean, it's in everything. Mm. It's in every part of American history, mm. American culture, um, you know, in, in all of the systems that we operate under. It is assumptions that we operate under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here. Okay. Um, I found the quote that mm-hmm. I was trying to find before. I think it's a different website. It's called Post Burgi, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Um, but so it says, not being racist is not some default starting position. Mm. You don't simply get to say you're not a racist. Not being racist or a sexist or a homophobe is a constant, arduous process of unlearning, of being uncomfortable, of eating crow and being humbled and reevaluating. Mm. It's probably hard to start that process if you've been told that every thought you have is golden and should be given voice, and that people who are offended by what you say are hypersensitive simpletons. <laughs> do you? How much do you love that? Hypersensitive That's simpletons. Just the dang, it's just the dang truth, yeah. you know? And um, so, but if we're talking about, you know, listening about mm-hmm. starting you know starting that process or moving along in that process mm-hmm. wherever you are um really the best thing and it's easy but the best thing that white people can do is start listening mm-hmm. and start finding places to listen mm-hmm. where people don't want to hear your voice mm-hmm. um because if you're going to learn you can't like you just need to take it in like think mm-hmm. about um you know think about 
a, you know, a biology class. Mm-hmm. You don't go into a biology and you're like, I, that is not how my yes. job just happens. Yes. Like, yeah. you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it's not to say that I have, you don't have to agree with the person. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, you don't have to like how they say it. You don't have mm-hmm. to like, you do have to try to figure out what they're saying though. Mm-hmm. Um, find the merit in yeah, what they're saying. Yeah, find, find, yeah, and fi- like find the message. Just mm-hmm. what you know. Don't don't get hung up on how it's being said. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to like mm-hmm. what's being said. You don't have to like how, how it's, it's being, being said. said. You don't have to agree with it. You do all you have to do is. Oh, and by the way, you don't and you should not respond to it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. not Did you say that do again? not. The people in the back. <laughs> I don't know if they heard you. You do not and should not respond. <sighs> um. You do have to take it in. Yeah. You have to just take it in and l- let it marinate there in your brain. Mm-hmm. And the more messages that you take in from people of color, mm-hmm. the more that you can see the white supremacist messages. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it's, it's highlighted by your ability yes. to listen and hear what they're saying. Then you can kind of turn and be like, yeah. oh, is that yeah, what I'm yeah. doing too? Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the, and that's how you do, that's how you undo mm. Hearing other people's voices. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there are groups on, and the, and the easiest thing to do is just to start adding uh, mm. people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to turn into their best friend and earn their friendship. Or ask them to educate or you. Or ask them to educate you. That's not their job. You, you can just follow them mm. on, you know, any social media. Find mm-hmm. some blogs mm-hmm. and just read them. And here's the thing, I don't always like it. Mm. There's, uh, there's, and, but, so there's some that I think are, you know, there's some people that I follow, um, mostly, um, black women mm-hmm. leaders mm-hmm. that are just fabulous. And if you want to know some truth, you need to listen to some black women. Mm. Let me just say that. some you can throw out. That's where, uh, <laughs> I do. Um, I'm sorry. I'm terrible with... No, no, no. Here's the thing. If I don't know you in person, like, I have no idea who you are. Like, people are... You, if you're ever interacting, like, on, on the internet with yeah, someone yeah. and the, they seem like they know you because they've interacted with you before, that I don't know you. Like, I can interact with you 12 times and I have, I have no idea who you are. Oh, don't know who you are. Okay. Um, so there is... So one, I, I really love and she's just fabulous and a genius and a truth speaker is um her name is Desiree Lynn Attaway. Okay. I don't actually even know who she is in real life. Um <laughs> she but she's I think that she does a lot of um like diversity education. Okay. I think I've seen something like that from her page before, but she just has really enlightening things to say. Okay. Desiree, um, what was the name again? Desiree Lynn Attaway. Okay, so I will add her to the mm-hmm. show notes so everyone can Okay, her. here's another one. Felicia Haywood. H-E-Y, not H-A-Y. Okay. Felicia Haywood. Um, so one, so there's a, and here's the other thing. You as a white person, black people will feel different ways on this. Mm-hmm. Okay, but in a public place, mm-hmm. not in a private space, but in a public space, like... Facebook mm-hmm. or wherever, um, you can follow a a black organ group, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
and listen. And here's the thing. You don't need to get all up in there, and you don't need to talk to your black friends about it either. Um, so there's so there's one, and it's... Um, so one of them, one that I follow, it's called Kinfolk Collective. Okay. Oh, I love Kinfolk Collective. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's a little bit far for most white people. Yeah, that's, that's, that's real black. It that's is. Black. It is. Now, I will say, one of the things, they, they know that there are white people following. Mm-hmm. They don't give white people voice. No. They, they do care. ask white people for money, which okay. reparations is a whole different thing. That's a that totally we, different conversation. We probably thing. need to talk about on a different podcast. Yeah, for sure. But don't, don't get your anything a bunch about it. Right. Just let just, it be. Just, it's let, just let it be. <laughs> let it be. Yeah. No, it's not happening. Right. Just calm down. So just. We just let it work. That's let it. it be. Um, you know, so they, they actually just, uh, maybe you saw this. They did, a, they did a post about Black Panther and it was every, like all the stuff that was wrong with it. Did you read that one? No, I didn't see that one. Okay. Here's what happened. She, they posted it. Um, and there's like a, so several different writers. So when it just, so like I, three or four, right? Yeah. I have no idea who is who, who's like who when they're posting, just I don't like know. It's Collective. It's just Kim Book Collective. Um, and that's by the way, with K's, yes. KK, Kim yeah, Book Collective. Collective. Mm-hmm. Um, they made this post about Black Panther and like all of the things that were wrong with it. And in, in my white heart, <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> um, you know, and they weren't, they weren't wrong. Right. It, just it was their, their opinion. And, yeah. and I will say there were lots of people that did not agree. A lot of that. Yeah. And there yeah. were a lot of black people that, that didn't agree. That didn't agree. Yeah, yeah. And that like, that's the thing. There's not like a black perspective. Right. There's not a black like, voice. Black people are people. Nuanced. Yeah. And they have a variety of opinions. Right. Um, and that perspectives. conflict with each other's. Like, yes. That's absolutely. Just an idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's not like, you know. Black people like, black people are, black yeah. people feel. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, so that, yeah, they posted about Black Panther. And I mean, it was long and it was I can imagine everything that was wrong. And I was just, I just read it. And then I had to read all the comments. Because I was like, oh, <laughs> what are people no. saying? Because I don't know if I feel um, It was very, it was very divided. Mm. Um, so eventually, later in the day, they deleted it because they were, t- they said that there were too many uh people that like well they don't they don't like uh they don't use any respectability language and kind of folk collective None. that's the thing right. so they were basically like uh, you know all these all these geeks were just too too much were, well because because they were talking about you know the comic the, and, the comic mm-hmm. versus and all the and they were like we're talking about the movie like right, you right, know right, right, right. so they ended up taking it down cuz whoever whichever writer it was that wrote it uh, like just had a baby mm-hmm. and was like, I'm not I trying to time. deal with y'all. I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I don't agree with everything that I read mm-hmm. from people of color. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they're they're wrong. It doesn't mean they're right, and I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it just it, it's a conversation, right? Um, and for white people like me, it's an opportunity to listen mm-hmm. and hear a different perspective, mm-hmm. and that can inform a lot mm-hmm. of 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 you know, kind of how you perceive the world and yeah. And understand how other people move about in it. Yeah. And when you're taking in messages and, you know, from the news or wherever, Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden you're like, Oh my gosh, I see it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. That's really good. Yeah. There's a, um, there is a, uh, Christian, um, um, racial something. Yeah. Organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Be the Bridge. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. 
and it's a great place. Uh, it's a great place for white people to start. So they have they have developed a curriculum and they have oh. small groups. They have uh, like within you know churches and things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, basically, it's it sort of you know comes like the small group like comes up from a person that mm-hmm. feels moved mm-hmm. to to start it to start it. Um, but they have a lot of great resources. So they have a Facebook group, which is a good place. It's a good starting place for white people. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to read all of the rules when you join the group. And there so are rules, guys. there's, and here's the thing, white people, you got to follow the rules. You're not above the rules. Okay. <laughs> but the, one of the rules is when you're new to the group, mm. you don't get to talk for three months. You get to listen and read. And is it the most... And as a white person, I don't use this word very much. Mm-hmm. I never do, but I'm just going to mm-hmm. say it right here. Mm-hmm. Is it the most, like, woke place on the internet? Mm-hmm. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling my eyes at something that people sometimes, <laughs> you know, because I... But they're, you know, I will say they're, you know, they're trying. Mm-hmm. It is a play... It was... Start, it, by the way, Be the Bridge was started by a black woman mm-hmm. um, who wanted to see more racial reconciliation within the church, Mm -hmm. which is like, whoa. I was going to say that's, that's that's kind of interesting. An interesting thought, like an interesting sort of thought segue thing. Mm -hmm. Um, this idea. So in some ways I feel a little bit more hopeful about the world getting this whole racial reconciliation thing. Mm hmm a little bit farther than I do about the church Mm -hmm. doing that. Yeah. That's a very like honest, vulnerable kind of confession for me. Um, because there's this, it's, it's weird to me that we have like sort of, you know, humanist thinkers and just people that are, you know, they're like, no, God, I don't need it. Whatever kind Mm -hmm. of thing that are able to acknowledge and recognize like, Hmm, this is problematic. Our country is built on this. That just kind of, it's Mm -hmm. like, it clicks a little bit faster mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we kind of turn over to they don't worship patriotism oh i said it you did say it oh my gosh <laughs> oh. well that's there <laughs> that's a thing yeah i mean yeah that was a really big bomb <laughs> you just threw it out there like it wasn't a hand grenade <laughs> i mean i would say i'm sorry but but i'm not jesus jesus wasn't about that like, if we love and follow Jesus, we need to follow his example. And that is not, doesn't have anything to do with a nation. Oh, we're both grimacing. <laughs> we're both like, oh, can you stand the rain? <laughs> yeah. And I, okay, so, so I didn't have a phrase for it before, <laughs> but now I definitely have like this worshiping patriotism thing like that's a thing Mm -hmm. because when i think about the kind of contentious conversations that i have in the church Mm -hmm. it's like this worship of patriotism with like a side of white supremacy Mm -hmm. um because we have you know we we get really upset about the confederate flag Mm-hmm. when, I mean, that feels very traitorous anyway if we're so American, right? Like, <laughs> it's a weird kind of... Right? <laughs> it's a conundrum <laughs> at the mm-hmm. very least. Um, but we have, you know, those conversations about the Confederate flag and Confederate monuments. Um, like, can we throw refugees in there? I mean... Because did... Do you know who Jesus was? He would have been a refugee. Mm-hmm. And he'd have been 
all about refugees and and aside from that, mm-hmm. let's uh, practically speaking, as mm-hmm. far as mm-hmm. as far as refugees go, mm-hmm. how do we keep people out of a country that we like hijacked? Because <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't like the numbers are not adding up for me, and that I think is like yeah. this like the great American ex- like experiment. Like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. And and then I think underneath that, when we kind of add this layer of religion. Um, the idol is definitely patriotism and white supremacy mm-hmm. because it trumps empathy. Mm-hmm. And empathy is not part of, like, the conversation. Like, mm-hmm. people are not part of the conversation. I think that's also... We're not am- opening that can of worms. People are not part of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, as a believer, you think you all start with the same common denominator. Mm-hmm. And that... You know, at this level, we may disagree about, you know, gifts of the spirit or what day you should worship on and things like that. But at the at the, you know, base level that we all start with the same understanding of like, okay, God is love. Mm -hmm. He's a and he loves people, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, you know, mind and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself that we all kind of start with that as our. Mm -hmm. And and then, you know, you hear sort of conversations or comments about. And I don't even know if it's the wording as much as like the setting, you know, I think about when President um, Trump, you know, said to black, you know, black people vote for me because what the hell do you have to lose? And <laughs> I was like, wait, what? what do you mean? There's a lot to lose, buddy. I don't know. Have you run the numbers? Like, <laughs> tons to lose, you know, um, just being a black in America, you know, I think I don't know that election times are easy ever for black people, no. but um I remember seeing uh, commentary from white people, some that I knew, some that I didn't, that were just like, yeah, because African-American community is this and it's this and it's this. And they have the highest rates of, you know, single parent homes and these diseases and this economic da da da. And it's kind of like this moment of love was not your lead foot. Yeah. At all. (laughs) Like, love was not your lead foot. Yeah. It felt like CNN, or it felt Mm -hmm. like Fox News, or it felt like whatever else Mm -hmm. you're kind of conservative or liberalnews.com, because that's not biased at all. But anyway, this, like, where are we starting? Like, where, where, who, who did you meet? Like, was it Jesus or Raul? I'm confused. I'm so, so confused. And then, what? (laughs) It's just, I don't even, you know, Mm -hmm. like, how do you form a question? Because you're just, like, blown back by... Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, You know, humans are, by our nature, we're very tribalistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. For sure. um, To ask humans to operate the way that Jesus did. It's very counter. It's it's, it's counter to our nature. It is. Yeah. It is. But you. But if you ask, I mean, you know, I don't know. I feel like if you ask people to to follow Jesus mm-hmm. and to follow the example that Jesus gave us, if you don't also tell them, hey, by the way, this is not going to feel natural mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's almost, yeah, it's almost a disservice. Like, mm-hmm. e- like you're going to be drawn to... Difficulty. Yeah. And he's going to constantly ask you to take on another level mm-hmm. of something that feels mm-hmm. counter to what your natural inclination would mm-hmm. be. And that yeah. would be, I mean, and so maybe that sort of idea of 
you know, our white evangelical, um, comfy coat, you know, I think, first of all, we're, we're very much so a comfort seeking society in general. Yeah. Um, and I think our churches have sort of taken that on in a sense of not like recognizing in some sense, like there, there is like you take following Jesus is a lifting of something heavy Mm -hmm. on you're building muscle. Like you're Mm -hmm. doing things that do not come naturally to Mm -hmm. you, which is why you need his spirit to kind of like, you're not, you're not seeking safety. No, like it's not this thing about the opposite. It's, yeah exposure it's the because that was his thing i love um in the message version i think romans 15 talks about um like jesus got in the midst of our mess like he mm-hmm. left his place of comfort yeah. and and got in the middle in the mix with us and yeah. that that's his example for us to kind of find those people find their mess get in the middle of it and bring his light and mm-hmm. that and and by the way that didn't that doesn't mean you rescue people fixing yeah that's you go and rescue her no it means get in the middle. Presence. Uh, yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen. Up. Find out their what do they need? perspective. Ooh, we just talked about those things. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Like, again, that idea of listen. Like, and that, that's a verse, you know? Like, be slow to speak, quick mm-hmm. to listen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. We don't, we get Twitter yeah. fingers real fast. We do. We do. And that's, you know, that's another just natural human mm-hmm. thing is mm-hmm. that we just are going to be right and defend ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it's just not about being right. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a false narrative. Yeah. It's not it within, within Christianity, mm-hmm. within, within uh, race and mm-hmm. racial, racial reconciliation. Like, mm-hmm. there's not such a thing as being right. Mm-hmm. That's not, I mean, this. You're this, doing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's doing yeah. the right thing. Yeah. There's not being right about things. There's right. there's building relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's completely different. Yeah. And that's what's so interesting, I think, about Jesus' Jesus's example in so many of the stories about him interacting with people. He's very rarely like, you're wrong. <laughs> he does that with the Pharisees. Yeah. Constantly. He's like, yeah, yeah. y'all are messed up. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are screwy. This is wrong. No. Yeah. But when you see him with the people, it's like, he's just sort of there. And they're like, ah, I stole from tons of people and I'm going to give it back. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, he, okay. uh, in a lot of, a lot of his interactions are asking questions. Mm-hmm. Even, even when he knows the answer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he asks a question. Mm-hmm. How, how do you start a relationship with someone? You get to know them. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much, there's so much gold, obviously, in Jesus and what he did and left <laughs> us that we are just not, we're just not practicing. We're not yeah. doing it. And it's, yeah. it shows. I think, because I think of, I think about, I've had a couple of conversations with people about like, you know, feminism and race and race and things like that. Mm-hmm. And how I'm kind of like saddened that the church is not leading those movements of mm-hmm. like, hey, Jesus is about equality. I don't know if you know that or not. Like, mm-hmm. that was not, his model was not. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Jesus is about equality for everybody, and um, it, it's not really a thing of if you agree with their lifestyle. Like, he, this sort of whole idea about loving people unconditionally is like a thing, but it's a yeah. real thing that he's yeah. like, do that? <laughs> like, yeah. you guys are here to do that? And yeah. it bothers me that the church is not more like, we should be validating people's existence. Mm-hmm. We should be spearheading those those movements mm-hmm. um 
So I guess that's part of my, my soapbox kind of life where it's like, this is, all, you know, I, I see kind of like what we should be as a body of believers and then mm-hmm. kind of like <laughs> the crawling kind of in the other direction, mm-hmm. you know, that we often do. And it's like, mm-hmm. there's a, there is again a chasm. <laughs> Can we just <laughs> start to close that please? Um, but yeah, there's work, there's definite work to do in the church. And, yeah, there is. And it's it's not solved because it's not easy. No. There's no. not there are no easy answers. Right. I mean, we have talked about so many different issues mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And they are all interconnected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. And so I mean, if it was if it was easy, it would have been done. Right. If there was one ago. thing that was a problem, we would have fixed it. You know, um so yeah, I mean it's, but that doesn't mean to not do it. It doesn't mean it, we're we're doomed. Right, right, right. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's this there's this idea of um, the so Orthodox Christians mm-hmm. they view uh, salvation and reconciliation uh, differently mm-hmm. than 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 we do, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. evangelical mm-hmm. Christian Christianity. Uh, so they they view um, reconciliation at, you know, as like, we're, we're constantly moving towards Mm -hmm. reconciliation, Mm -hmm. uh, like as a whole, not like, it's not individual. Interesting. So, um, and it's not, and it's not done, but you know, it will be done. And so as we move like through history history and through time, like we, you know, we're supposed to be getting better. Well, that, you know, that God is working, in us and through us and we are we're working towards reconciliation. And mm-hmm. so um I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful image. Mm-hmm. And I um again like right and wrong isn't necessarily mm-hmm. that, 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 that that's not the question. Right. It's not is it's that is that towards. right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But um is that belief that view right or wrong? I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it it can inform us. Mm-hmm. And be hopeful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because I don't know. I mean, there's not any other hope lying around. <laughs> it's not like, I'm hope over here. You're like, like America you. is going so well right now. It's going to be awesome, guys. <laughs> yeah. No, like, you know, where does your hope come from? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. and if, and if you're, I mean, your hope comes from the Lord. Well, it's, it's hard to mm-hmm. find that hope on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. you know, when, when we're, Mm-hmm. Dividing when we're dividing. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I mean, I, you know, I just think I think that's a beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful image, mm-hmm. and it's you know, for me, it's a source of hope mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, he will you know. perfect those things that we're kind of on this like yeah, con- yeah. continuum towards yeah. yeah, yeah. But that you know that we're we have work to do. Yeah, we're working with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That partnership, which is big. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. We got to do our part. Me so. too. <laughs> Well, thank you. I have no idea if this would be organized or if it sounds and makes sense for you guys. <laughs> but this is what happens when we, when we sit down and we start yeah. talking and rabbit trails. And I think it's good. I love, love, love like these conversations of like, because it's not like we just came to a solution, but mm-hmm. it is this sort of exploration of what is and what can mm-hmm. be and how to kind of mm-hmm. see things differently. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so can I, um, can I, I wanted to just like give some sort of recommendations please do and advice to white people yes do it this so is at least um, advice <laughs> <laughs> just real quick so so first of all you need to follow 
some black people. Mm-hmm. Um, find black people in real life, too. Uh, well, hey, please. also, you got to find black people in real life. Yeah. Um, IRL, in real life. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> you got to do that. Um, and don't be afraid. And just be nice and be friendly. Mm-hmm. But... Um, to, in order to, but it's not any, it's not your black friend's job to educate you. Mm-hmm. So that's why you gotta like find black people. You need to read books. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I can name some. Or yeah, you can there's some show yeah, notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's a book. Um, okay. So, um, there's a book called, well, The New Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, why, it's a, it's a long title. It's like, why are, why are all, all the black, black kids sitting together, together in the cafeteria? cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's so many books. Mm-hmm. Um, if um, if you want to look at American history, um, uh, Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States. Love Howard Zinn. Um, and if you, it's not like you know an easy read, really. So it's like a take it in chunks, kind of. It is, but there is a Young People's History of the United States, which mm. is basically an abridged version. Mm. Um, I've used it with with my own son, but. It's a, if you're not, you know, going to read a 500-page book or whatever, mm-hmm. um, The Young People's History of the United States mm-hmm. is actually really great as far as understanding. Getting through it. Yeah. 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 yeah it's getting a good idea mm-hmm. of kind of how things um, have been going mm-hmm. since the beginning mm-hmm. and, 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 and being able to see where, uh, you know, poor people and black people, you know, and um, Native Americans, and you know, have, have been divided mm-hmm. uh, so that they wouldn't... Strategically. Yeah, strategically divided, um, you know, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing, if you are a white person and you want to help other white people in your life be um, less, like, whoo, uh, <laughs> real racist on, on, the, on the internet... I know um, that feeling. <laughs> so what? So I have uh, one of the things I've done in the last few years is just give people an opportunity to see black people mm-hmm. and all people of color in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So like, hey, you come across a you know a video or a news story about a black sure. person that's like awesome share that crap, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you like, mm-hmm. because look the white supremacy messages are there all the time. Right. right, right. So like s- counteract that. And then you can also share, um, you know, like, uh, obviously public things, but, um, you know, um, experiences mm-hmm. of, you know, of black people that you come across and, and, and things like that. And, and you can, and I tell people like on my online presence, <laughs> I tell people, this is not for you. This is well. I tell them this is our chance to listen. Like yeah. we're gonna. We, I. I mean, I'm a former teacher, but I mean, I literally will say, you know, we as white people need to practice listening, and that means not not forming a response, not having a response, not giving our opinion. Like we just need to listen. And this right here, this is a perfect opportunity to practice listening. So it's like, uh, you know, no pressure. Right. We're just gonna practice listening. Right. And you know what? When you take that pressure off. More people actually practice listening. Yeah. I know yeah. it sounds silly. I'm like a kindergarten teacher, but hey, I've taught kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do this. I know how to, <laughs> you know, know how to like, do this work. <laughs> yeah. Um, give people a chance to practice listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I actually, in the last several months, have had some conversations with with white people in my real life mm-hmm. that have surprised me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, mm-hmm. they did practice listening. They did it. Like, <laughs> they did practice listening, and they're starting to see like mm-hmm. the matrix like mm-hmm. they're they're you know what mm-hmm. i mean like mm-hmm. they're not dumb mm-hmm. you know they're not stubborn mm-hmm. they didn't it, see. they just didn't see it and they didn't 
know they didn't see it mm-hmm. and they didn't know they needed to be educated and you, you know, give them a chance. It's, it's like, you know, it's not, Rome wasn't built in a day, people. Right, right, like, right. it's a little, in a day Beyonce wasn't built in a day. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's little, little, little by little by little by little. I mean, mm-hmm. little by little, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Let's get stuff. Go forth and be, be, a, great. be an awesome white person, especially. Be better. <laughs> yes. Be better white people. We will That's all do better. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. This so good. This feeds yeah. me. I don't know if y'all oh. eat, but this feeds me. I love I love hanging out with you. And I. We have to do it more often. For sure. Yeah. More coffee. More coffee, for sure. <laughs> hey, you made it. You made it again. Oh, if you listened to the first one, you made it again. Um, yeah, man. So, <laughs> hope you didn't get beat up too bad. I hope your feelings aren't too hurt. I hope you don't stop listening to the podcast. But if you do, that's your business. Um, I'm grateful that you you stuck it out and hung in there. Um, and I'm sure more of this is coming because this is just I'm a I I have a passion, man. I have a passion for people being treated the way that Jesus would want them treated. Um, whether they're across the globe, whether they're straight, gay, whether whatever, they're white, black, Asian, purple, blue. I don't really care. I just like, let's be Jesus in the earth people. So anyway, um, yeah, man, you made it. I'm so proud of you. Uh, man, go forth into your week being a bright light. There's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of reasons, a lot of opportunities to be discouraged, man. But man, take heart. I have overcome the world are the words that Jesus echoed to us. And so we don't walk around like people that don't have hope. We don't grieve like people that don't have hope. No, hope is ever springing eternal in our hearts because um, we serve a God whose arm is not shortened. And so walk like that into your week that he has provision set aside. He has answers for you. Um, He's got his eye on you and he's guiding you daily and ordering your steps and busying himself with your every step because he is enamored with you. So anyway, live like that. Okay. Bye.